Hello, 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 everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are so glad to be with you today, and we rejoice and be glad in Him. The Scripture says in the book of John, chapter 14, it said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in me. You believe in me. Uh, believe in God. Believe also in me. So we are so glad and we rejoice with you today. Hallelujah. Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And we are here. And we thank God for today. And the program is Kingdom Kids Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. You know, we are on the second part of our brand new topic. We began with this topic last week. It is about throwing away the idols we have. Okay? Throwing away the idols we have in our possession. Hallelujah. That is so good. Hope everything is going well with you. And I believe the Lord, He said we should not allow 
anything whatsoever to trouble us. Where would the devil trouble us? It would trouble us in our hearts. So, and that is the main reason he said, do you not allow the devil to trouble us in our hearts? Because the devil is the author of troubling. They troubles. He troubles. So we just want to give thanks to the Lord because we will not yield our hearts to him to trouble us in any manner, in any way, in any form, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you don't mind, come with me. You know, I began, like I said before, I began with this topic last week. So um, we are going to go ahead and continue as the Lord leads us today. But I I I like to start from uh, let's start from um, Isaiah forty six, okay Isaiah forty six. So with with there we'll be able to go to other places. Isaiah forty six, okay. I read from verse one. Say, bear bows down, nebos stoops. So these are just the names of the idols. So meaning uh, uh, the uh, the god of uh, Ba and the god of uh, Nebo. Essentially, it is called uh, the Ba and uh, the Nebo. Okay, so these are gods that um, they are telling us here. So saying that, uh, verse 1, the idols were on the beast and on the cattle. They said these are dead idols and the living God. The comparison between the dead idols and the living God. They are the, the idols on the beast and on the cattle. And... Uh, he said that your carriages were heavily loaded, so they loaded these animals with their gods, so which constituted to a burden to the weary uh, beast. That is this uh, this uh, animals. Verse two said they stoop, they bow down together. They could not deliver the burden. But have themselves gone into captivity. This is something that is just too much. You see here, the the idols themselves are stupid. They are, uh, uh, you know, to stoop like you are buying down themselves. You can imagine this idols has been uh, uh, created this way. So themselves to stoop along uh, themselves. So we, uh, I mean, the people, uh, in the same manner, stoop along with their idols. So in in the uh, in in the pagan thought, the idols and the gods that they they have were just not inseparable. In other words, they are inseparable. So you you see here that uh, that uh, the same God, I mean the 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 God, where where the kind of God that could not even save. You see, as illustrated here, he said they stoop, they bow down together. They could not deliver the body. They themselves were being carried into captivity. Verse 3 says, Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been upheld by me with, with birth, who have been carried from the womb, heal, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear 
even I will carry, and I will deliver you. As the Lord speaking here, verse 5 says, To whom will you listen, will you like me, and make me equal, and compare me, that we should be alike? The lavish gold out of the bag, and wears silver on the scales. They hire a ghostman and he made it a god. They prostrate themselves, yes, they worship. They bear it on the shoulder and they carry it and set it in its place. And it stands, from its place it shall not move. Though one cries out to him, yet he cannot answer, nor save him out of what? His trouble. Can you imagine here? He said, though one cries out to him, yet he cannot answer, nor save him. Out of what? His trouble. You see, that reminds me of uh, the, uh, we, 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 uh, uh, the challenge, the challenge we saw in the scripture. Right? We all know the challenge we saw in the scripture. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. So we saw how the challenge we saw in the scripture where the uh, Elijah confronted the prophet, you know how they were trying to show that they are God, uh, the idol of God, Dagon, was uh, was was uh, uh, powerful. See the the four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal on my camera, they had uh, created idols and they were jumping up and down. Uh, falling on it, and uh, Elijah make mockery of them and telling them, yeah, shout harder, maybe he's sleeping, uh, bang, maybe he needs to be knocked, uh, wake him up, uh, shout, jump, and they did all that and nothing happened, you see. So you will find that in the first king, kings chapter 18, so read from 19 to the end, to mm-hmm. to the end, yeah, to 40 or so. So you see that uh, uh, the idol worship lost God's of the glory that is rightful His, and that is something He will not tolerate. So He will not tolerate that. So He will not allow us. He will not tolerate us. Because uh, it is something that he does not like. And when you look at the life of, uh, uh, especially uh, the the kings we we used to have those days. Now, let me just point out just one case. Uh, one case. And that was... Uh, Ahaz, we saw Ahaz, how he sacrificed his children. Can you imagine that? How he sacrificed his children. Now, the the book of Psalms, just summarize a little bit. Let me see Psalm 106, verse 37. It says, Yea, they sacrifice their sons and their daughters unto devils. You see, and verse thirty-eight says, "And shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrifice unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood." You see, thus they thus were they defiled with their own works. And went the warring with their own inventions. I just read from uh, King James Version. So Psalm 106 from uh, verse 37 to 39. 
So you will see, you will see uh, a summary of uh, the features of worshiping idols. Uh, sometimes we uh, we saw some of them use uh, all sorts of animals, all sorts of uh, uh, carols and all the animals they can find, uh, bears, uh, pigeon, and all that. They sacrifice to what to idols. But now the Lord is talking about uh, uh, that there were times that also sacrificed their sons and daughters. Now read. Let's read uh, quickly. Second uh, Chronicle. You can also see this in 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 the, in the book of Kings. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter twenty-eight. I'm going to read from verse one. I'm going to read from verse one to six. And there are so many others as well in in the scripture. It's amazing how we can really uh, turn away from God. Now, this is not representative of other kings. There were some kings that uh, when they came in, they threw away the things of idols, and and the scripture will say they did uh, they did uh, uh, good, or they follow their father what the father has done, that they worship the Lord their God. And also there were some who uh, the scripture will say uh, he did evil in the in the sight of the Lord his God that he threw away the things of God in the house and he burnt insane burnt uh, 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 animals to images and all that. So let's read this one, Second Chronicles chapter twenty-eight, verse one. So I'm going to read from King James Version. Okay, so I read. He said, Ahab was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 15 years in Jerusalem. But he did not that, he did not that which was right, you see, which was right in the sight of the Lord, you see, like David his father. For he walked in the ways of the king of Israel. I made also mountain images for for Balaam. Verse three. Moreover, he burnt incense in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burnt his children in the fire. After the abomination of the heathen, whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. Now, verse four says he sacrificed also and burnt incense in high places. And on the hills and under every green tree, you can see how serious, how committed we we can be. You see, there are some people they are so committed to idol worshiping, and I I I uh, I always talk about that. If these people can be saved, beyond that same determination and uh, uh, desire to worship the Lord thy God in the same manner. You see, that would be so awesome. You see, these are people who are very committed. So when you talk of seriousness to the highest order, this is the one you see. You see, the one that can sacrifice his, his own son. Can you imagine that? Here it says, Moreover, he burnt, he burnt incense in the valley of the son of Hino and burnt his children in the fire. He, he didn't say he burnt a, a, a son or a daughter. His children, meaning mother one, and burnt his children in the fire after the abomination of the heathen, whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. Verse 4, he sacrificed also and burnt incense in the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. So if there are 20 green trees uh, in the city, so every green tree, uh, the, an incense has to be burnt there. 
verse 5. Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hands of the king of Syria, and they smote him and carried him, carried away a great multitude of them captives, and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who smote him with a great slaughter. Verse 6. For Pekah the son of Lamelia slew in Judah and hundred and twenty thousand in one day, which, which were all valiant men. You see? So we see that... Uh, um, it's not. It's not pretty. It's not. It's, it's. 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 It's a very sad thing to walk away from the true God, to begin to serve idols, to begin to walk away with what does not profit. So we see a, a, an instance of the servicing, okay, of uh, idols. Hallelujah. Now, in reality, idols are like we I have defined before, especially in the first part. Uh, they are blocks of stone. They could be made of gold, silver, bronze, any mineral, uh, wood, stone. Okay, according to according to your pocket according to how much you could buy. Uh, uh, you, you go to some stores today, uh, you, you, you see there are uh, uh, so many of those things in, 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 the, in the stores, you find in the stores, um, different prices. So there are some very expensive I'm not saying that you go and buy it. I'm just like uh, letting us know things are there. You see, that is to tell you uh, the extent of how we can distort worshiping of God to idols. So they are there in the market. And the more people have the money, the more they buy a big idol. The more they don't have enough uh, money, they buy a small one, and they put it in a corner, they put it somewhere, and they sheet the area as uh, a place they go to to wash, you see. So they are there, you see. So it's, it exists in the minds of the worshiper. So they exist where? in the minds and in the heart of the worshiper. Okay. You know, the, the idol of the god of Dagon was twice knocked down to the floor by God to show the Philistines just who, who, who he is, that he was God. You see? So you find that in First Samuel chapter 5, First Samuel chapter five from verse one to five. So you 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 see um, knocked down, and and uh, you can see you, you buy it, you put it in the corner, but uh, uh, it's a god we put on the table. And can you put a god on the table, or how can you see the god on the corner? How can you cover a God with a cloth? You see, how can you make God a, 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 a separate place like that? No, your God should follow. You should follow your God. Your God should lead you. See, your God should not be in, in, a, in, in a, a secluded place or restricted cover in the area. You see, so you see that uh, the distorted view of God. Our God, follow. We follow our God. He leads us. He leads us. We are not leading Him. He leads us. So in that instance where we put God on the corner, we are leading them, and that is why. <clears throat> excuse me. And that is why it's a demon. 
Okay? That is why where it's a demon. You see? It's, it's a demon. Because it has been what distorted. Okay? So there are so many scriptures here that uh, I can uh, present to us that uh, they are demons. Okay? And we should not partake of them. Hallelujah. Idols are nothing but demons. Okay? Uh, let's go to First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 10. Okay? First Corinthians chapter 10. And I'm going to read from there. Uh, Let's see. Hallelujah. I hope you are there. Okay, I'm going to read from 18. Hopefully, that will help us uh, understand certain things. Okay. What to read from chapter? I mean, uh, First uh, Corinthians chapter ten, verse eighteen. Okay, I will read First uh, Corinthians chapter ten from verse eighteen to twenty. Okay, then I will also read First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse two. Okay, so let's start from here first. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse uh, eighteen. Observe Israel after the flesh. Are not those who eat of the sacrifice particles of the other? What am I saying then? That an idol is anything, or what is offered to idol is anything, rather that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to, to what? To demons and not to God. So, and, 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 and and I do not want you to have fellowship with what? With demons. That is the word of God. So it's, it's saying that when you sacrifice, uh, make a sacrifice to idols, you are sacrificing to what? To demons. And he did not want us to have fellowship with what? With demons. And verse 21 says, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. It's, it's, so, it's, it's so clear. You know, when, you, when, we, when we eat with the Lord, for example, the communion. So you, you cannot do that. Then you also go and eat uh, with the demons in the idol worshiping it does not work that way you see so if you sacrifice to idols you know we've been establishing that idols they don't see they don't talk they don't move in fact they are just wood or stone or, or gold or silver that are there they exist where in your mind and as a result of that, they are demons. Okay? So, he's saying here, on the basis of sacrificing and eating, that if you make sacrifice to idols, that idols are not anything, but the sacrifice that is made to idols, they are sacrificed that are offered to what? To demons, to God. And he and he do not want us. He said, I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. Why? Because you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy, I wish stronger than heal. It's a question. <laughs> it's a question. 
So he's a jealous God. So it's, it's like, okay, where do you stand, my son? Are you for me or for demon? Yeah, it's a question. Are you for me? Are you still my children or you are a, the, the children of uh, idols? Are you for me or not? It's, it's very clear. You know, in, in our biological father, the jealousy is also there. You see, say, are you still my child or you belong to that person? See, not to talk of God who created us. You see, so this is uh, this is good. Now, First Corinthians chapter twelve. First Corinthians chapter twelve. Now he said, I read. He said, now concerning spiritual gift, brethren, do not I do not want you what to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. You see, he, 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 unfortunately, we are ignorant. You see, we are what? Ignorant. Because most of this lifestyle, the way of living today, we are living by what ignorance we do, we do not know we have no idea so they were carried toward dump idols dump idols means obviously they don't talk they don't see they don't even walk they exist where in the minds of the worshipers and as a result of that they are demons so why would one fellowship with demons? You say, however, you were what led. You see, so you we 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 can be led by friends. We can be led by uh, 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 families. We can be led by parents. You see, your it is being passed down. You see, it's been passed down. So just because your father is doing it, or just because you were born in that family, doesn't prove it right for you to continue in idol worshiping. No. Just because in some areas, in some geographical uh, continent, wherever you come from, maybe Africa, maybe uh, South America, maybe Asia, all over the world. Uh, some of them, they call it tradition or culture. And these are uh, uh, things that are replica, things that are designated as idols and altars. And you will see in some areas, rooms dedicated to altars and altars and altars with all forms of idols that has been passed down from generations to generations and they call it in the name of culture, tradition. It's my brother, my sister. It's, it's idol worshipping. And that is why the Lord was saying you cannot partake of that cup and the cup he gives to you. He said you uh uh, uh you, you want to uh instigate me to jealousy? No. You cannot. We cannot do that. We ca we cannot provoke him to jealousy. You see, are we stronger than he? No, we are not stronger than he. Lord, we are not stronger than you. We are not in any form. Not in in, in a in an inch. Can we be stronger than your weakness? There's anything like that. If there's anything like your weakness, that's what he was saying. He said, uh, uh, the Lord is uh, wiser than uh, the, the, the wisdom of this world. Uh, did I say it well? Uh, the, foolish, the foolishness of God, if there's anything like that, is it, wiser than the wisdom of this world. 
Yes, anything like foolishness of God. You see. So it's um something to ponder a little bit about. We do not want to be led by any person or anything that will challenge us. Okay? So when you read uh, Psalm 115, a lot of scripture today, you will see a couple of these. Psalm 115, verse uh, 5. Psalm 115, verse 5. says, They have mouth. That is, let me read from, uh, from verse 3. Psalm 115, verse 3. The futility of idols and the trustworthiness of God. That is the title of this psalm. The futility of idols, trustworthiness of God. You see, verse 3 says, But our God is in heaven. He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. Yes, the work of what? Men's hands. They have mouth, but they do not speak. Eyes they have, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Noses they have, but they do not smell. You see, they have hands, but they do not handle. Feet they have, but they do not walk. Nor do they mutter through their trough. Those who made them are like them. So is everyone who trusts in them. Not speaking. Oh Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their head and their shield. Oh house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their head and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their head and their shield. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are our head. We will trust in you. You are our, you are our head. You, we trust in you. You are our head. You are our shield. Oh, Lord, we trust in you. You are our head. You are our sheep. We will not fear in the name of Jesus. You are our head. We trust in you. You are our sheep. You are our head. In the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see that uh, the Lord has also tell us the, 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 the extent of the futility of idols. And you see that uh, they have mouth, they cannot speak, cannot hear, and so on and so forth. So in, 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 uh, in essence, they are demons. And you don't want to partake with what? With demons. Hallelujah. Now today, let's come to today. Hallelujah. I hope time will permit us to, to rally around this. I didn't, I didn't know you came to... Uh, prolong it to uh, next uh, topic. He said, I want to f- try and finish up today. Even today, see, there are religions that bow before statues and icons. They practice forbidden by God's word. You see? So we saw the significant God places upon it in uh, the Ten Commandments. We refer to it as uh, idolatry the worshipping of idols. Today, idolatry extends beyond the worship of idols and images and false gods. Today, our modern idols are many and they are of different types, grace and varied. You see, even for those who do not bow physically before a statue, you know, in other worship, you bow, you bow physically, but but today, those who do not bow physically before a statue, idolatry is a matter of the heart. It's a matter of what the heart. You will see in the heart, and you will see uh, the pride. You will see jealousy. You will see uh, self-centeredness, uh, greed. Uh, gluttony, uh, a love for possession. Uh, you will see covetousness. You will see evil desire. 
you will see fornication, you will see uh, uncleanliness, passion, uh, ultimately rebellion against God. And you will also see offense. Offense. You will see bitterness. Uh, you will see grudge. You see, grudge, bitterness, offense, and so on and so forth. Isn't it wonder to us that God hates it? Yes, God hates adults, hates idolatry, the worship of it. See, so it's just in many areas. Now, if you turn with me to Colossians, Colossians, okay, Colossians chapter uh, three, okay. Let's go to Colossians chapter three. Let me see if I can get here. Colossians chapter three, okay. Hallelujah. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, then we will read, uh, we, we, yeah, Colossians chapter 3. Let me read from verse 1 to 6. Yeah, 1 to 6. It says, If ye then be risen with Christ, okay, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Verse 3, For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. You see, as as long as we are Christian or we are born again, we are a child of God, we are dead. See, we are what? Dead. And our life is not alive until we abide in Christ. You see, because our life is hidden with Christ in God. So when, until we involve ourselves with him, we are, we are dead. See, uh, we, we are not alive. You see, you say, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ. You know, Ephesians chapter 2 talks about the Father our spirit man we are dead came. Our spirit man became alive. Okay? So verse three says here, for when Christ, who is our life, shall appear. So when he appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear they shall also appear with him in glory. That's awesome. He said, therefore, mortify your, your, your members which are upon the earth. Cleanliness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, conversiousness, which is what? Idolatry. Can you see idolatry here? He is covetousness, covetousness, and and when you, if you you are able to, uh, you are able to um, see this in the light of ten commandments, you will see that the ten the the tenth. The tenth uh, commandment talks about do not convert. You see, do not convert. You shall not convert your neighbor's house. You shall not convert your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, and so on and so forth. Essentially, do not convert. No conversiousness. You see, so he is calling that idolatry. Why? Because this is dealing with what the heart converts when we uh, 
we convert is is residents where in the heart. Okay, let's look at Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter five, verse five. He said, "For this we know." Okay, Ephesians chapter five, verse five says, "He said, for this you know that no warmonger, no unclean person, no conversious man who is an idolater had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God." Has no what? A place. Where? In the kingdom of what? Christ and of God. So when you talk of when you talk of uh, uh, the kingdom of God, it has no place. When you talk of the kingdom of Christ, it has no place. There's no there's no place whatsoever there will be an inheritance for this kind of person. Area of uh, uh, conversiousness. So, doing uh, fraudulent activities, uh, dubious activities, extortion, uh, greediness, these are all examples of conversiousness. And most of them, they are conceived in the heart. Everything has been played out in the house. And we see this very widespread today in the society, in, in the world system. You see, in the world system today, there is the rat race of greediness, the rat race of extortion, the rat race of every kinds of crime just to amass wealth. And the sad thing is that we came alone to this world. We shall carry nothing out of this world. And the conversiousness is killing us. And you see it here in the scripture, it's an idolatry. And Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5 says, these kinds of people have no place an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. And the book of Ephesians was written to where? To the Christians in Ephesus. Written to you and me, to born again. So meaning that we still have this kind of lifestyle in the body of Christ. And when we have this kinds of lifestyle, which I call is a demon. Any of these activities that you see here, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affliction, evil concupiscence, conversiousness. I'm reading from uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 in King James Version. You will see that they are all kinds of demons, spirit that are responsible for each one of them. Satan is the source of all this. Many people will not agree with me, but that is what it is. The moment you don't get rid of these demons, they will be there. There is no amount of medicine you can give to somebody who is under conversiousness, except you pray for that demon to go. You have to pray to get rid of that demon, to remove that kind of spirit. See, people just, they are stealing everything, stealing, stealing, extorting people, doing fraudulent activities, uh, all kinds of means to just rob people of money. It's there. It's an idolatry. Convert. You want to take people's property by all means. It's conversiousness. It has no place in the kingdom of God and of Christ. It's there. You need prayer. That person needs prayer. You know, evil concupiscence. You know, uh, inordinate affection. You know, when you are filled with lust, there's lust, uh, uh, lust, and it's everywhere. Uh, it, it's 
there, what do you think you need? It's prayer. There's no amount of medication you can take for this to uh, remove lust. It's there. It needs prayer. It's a demon spirit. Pray about evil uh, concupiscence. That is evil desire. Evil. Every time you wish bad for people, you are not happy when um, things are going well. You rejoice when things are going bad. You desire evil for uh, anybody, any, anybody, any, anybody wish evil. You are happy at evil. If it's not good, it's a demon spirit. The demon rejoices when we are crying. He is happy that we are crying. He's happy that things are not going well. He's happy that uh, we are failing in our career. He's happy that our marriage are being destroyed. He's happy that our children are going to prison. He's happy that the world is in pain. He's happy at every evil stuff that is going on in the world. He's happy. He rejoices. Does God rejoice in evil? Or does God rejoice when we are sick? Does God rejoice when things are going bad? No, he's a father. He loved us so much. He loved us so much to the extent that he sent his only begotten son to come and die for you and me. He loves us so much. Greater love has no man than this that he sent his, that he died for us. There's no love than that. There will be more than that. It's evil. It's evil. It's evil, evil concupiscence. Evil concupiscence. Evil concupiscence. That is evil desire. Hallelujah. You find uncleanliness. You see, uh, you find uh, all kinds of lifestyle. You see. They are there. They are there. Need prayer. You see, prayer will remove all these kinds of lifestyle, those kinds of systems that are against the system of God. They have no place in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Christ. See, so we've seen that that this has been written to us, written to you and me, it, it, with regard to the fact that he's been talking about we have to look on, uh, fix our eyes on him, on the affection, on the things above. He said when we begin to fix our affection on the things above, you will realize all these things we are talking about these are things that the demon brings to try to make us not set our affection on things above. See, this one will take us periphery. We are not able to go above. We are not able to move ahead. We become stagnant. Isn't that interesting that many of us are stagnant today because of this little stuff, this small kinds of demon spirit. Hallelujah. Anyway, our time is becoming fast spent and it's we are almost running out of time. So we see that an idol is not anything but demons behind them okay so it is anything more important to you than god is anything more important to you than god anything whatsoever more important to us to me to you than god then is your idol also you see anything that absorbs our heart and imagination more than god then it's your idol also. Anything you can put in place of God, any man, any any human being that you can put 
when you when they put it on 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 before you you will choose him that rather than God, then it's your idol. You and I know we do not deny the existence of idols that the idols are there. Like I said before, they are everywhere. Simply the ability to affect to affect you and I. That is their inability to affect you and I. It's not there. If you trust in Him, that is mature Christians. They will not lure you. They cannot force you to come and worship their idols. But you also need to know that anything that you put in reverence, then you reverence the living God is your idol. Okay? So we need to watch out. So there's nothing that we have to put things in comparison to God. You see, remember when I was reading, he said, who do you like it to me? That is, who who in this world will you compare to me? No one. In fact, you cannot even compare God to anything. There's no comparison. You know, he swore by himself. He's not swearing by anybody. Then why would you compare him to, there's nothing, there's no God to be compared with. There's nothing to be compared with God, nothing. You know, there is, there is a song we say, uh, nothing compared to you. To you, nothing. So participation in idol worship is a clear violation of the unity we have between Christ and us. It's a clear violation of the unity we have between Christ and us. You know, when we take that oath, I mean, when we take, when we invite him to our heart, there's the unity between him and us and spirit. So when we partake in idol worship, then we are clearly violating that unity, that covenant, that oath, that friendship, that relationship, that path we have between Christ and us. So, you know, Paul reminded us of that fellowship of the unity that we have when we participate with him in the Lord's Supper. So we cannot partake of that Lord's Supper and at the same time partake of the Supper with the demon, with idols. It doesn't work that way. It does not work. So if we do that, we are in big trouble. Pagan worship is a violation of the believer's union with Christ. So uh, any kinds of idol worship or idolatrous relationship is a violation of the believer's union with Christ. So on this note, I just want to encourage you, my dear brother, my dear sister, stay fast and put your trust and your faith in the living God. And he alone is worthy to save us. And he alone will deliver us. There is no wood, no 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 golden calf or golden image of any kind, whether it's so beautiful or so ugly, go and put blood, put blood of human being and all and put it on those things, they become what demons. They pretend to help you, but in the long run, they will destroy. Father, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. You are the only God we know. We do not know any other God. Wherever we have failed to not recognize you, to put you behind and put other things up, I repent you for your blood you shed for me, for every family, for every listener, for every brother, every sister listening. That blood will never lose its power. And we release the spirit of grace, the power to rest on every one of us and every brother, every sister right now, wherever they are, in the name of Jesus. 
And we thank you for your power. We thank you for your spirit. Spirit of living God, we thank you for strengthening us, protecting us, leading us wherever we go. We will go, we follow you. If you don't go, we will not go. And we thank you for all that you have for us today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we love you. God loves you. Uh, seek his face. He will never disappoint you. He will never fail you. He will never lead you down. He will not because of you fail. Other gods will fail because they can't speak, they can't hear, they can't talk, they can't move. But our living God, our Abba Father, will not fail you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. He loves you. See you next time. In Christ Jesus. Amen.